onion. onion. What is that even? You explain what peeling the onion. <laughs> nah. What peeling the onion means. Now, just in actual fact, before you get into peeling the onion, because yeah. we're going to wait for a few people to jump on. Uh, for those of you that are watching this on the on the replay, or if you are in here already then make sure that you have downloaded the app if you haven't already done so. And also keep an eye on YouTube. There's quite a few videos that are going to be coming out on YouTube over the next few weeks. So the app is available on Android and also on Apple. And the obviously YouTube is available on YouTube. So head over to YouTube and uh, make sure that you subscribe there. Hit that notification bell. There's going to be some quite cool content coming out. I know we've got Yanni has been working on a few videos. We've got yeah. Nico working on some videos. There's well, a lot going so on. So we've had a couple of requests, because we did a cutback of yours, and yes. everyone loved um, the breaking down of it, yeah. showing kind of where you go wrong as well as fixing it. So we may do a few more moves, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I suppose we've got a few on now, and, and if you're watching this on the replay, then just let us know in the comments, would it be helpful for you and would it be valuable for you if we were to do some more, because obviously we do the coach's eyes, which is breaking down a lot of the pro surfers, but if we actually documented either myself, uh, we, we've got Yanni, who's an advanced surfer. We've got Nico, who is also in that intermediate uh, arena, who is normally behind the camera. But I mean, would it be valuable for you to, to, to have some footage of them and then break down their surfing and what it is that they need to do to, to improve? So myself, uh, intermediate, yep. we've got Nico intermediate. I think the idea is that pros make things look so easy. So there's little the nuances that you don't see. Whereas a lot of, um, say, average intermediate surfers will tend to have similar mistakes or similar problems, yeah. and then it's how to fix those things that is quite interesting. Yes, and you're going to get to see a bit of that this evening, because the footage that we have got here on the iPad, which you can probably just about see on the screen, but we've got some footage on the iPad there, that's some very average surfing, uh, which we're going to look at and, uh, and sort of dissect that a little bit when it comes to peeling the onion. So we've got... Currently, as I speak, I can see that we've got 17 people online. Could yep. someone just drop a little hi or something in the comments just so I... Donovan, okay, you've answered my question. <laughs> yes, please, so funny. I just watched a cutback clip two minutes ago. Fantastic, Donovan. Uh, hopefully, you've managed to get some waves over the last few days, it's Donovan. Been it's been pumping the last couple of really days. really good here on the, on, on the Gold Coast, so a lot of fun. So, let's get into it. Peeling the onion. What do you mean when you say peeling the onion? Ooh. Okay, so originally I was thinking of doing this, um, just talking about your cutback. Yep. Right, because on a cutback, people just think, okay, I'm going to go out and I just got to go back to the phone. But it's a hell of a lot more than that. What do you mean? Surely it's just going back. I found out what the onion is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like initially you ask someone to do a cutback and they go there and they kind of bounce back and they, they kind of get it, but they don't. Um, some are inconsistent, some are fairly consistent. Then when you start explaining about power zones and how to use your rail and how to go top to bottom and how done right, it can actually generate speed. Suddenly yeah. when you hit your target and you hit your marks, that little cutback gives you so much more feeling. And you're like, wow, and you, you kind of get really excited, and it's like, whoop, one layer of the onion off. Yeah. And then like a simple little, like we had a guy in the water today, we, we, we're out surfing, and um, I don't know his name, so we'll call him Old Mate. He had limp wrists on the turns, so there's no energy. So you do a cutback and just go, ugh, and just kind of flop over. So I was like, um, if I was to, push you like that, I could move you. But if I did that, 
there's no energy. Yeah. And likewise, a sprinter, when they run, they, they got energy in the hands. So I said, take your hands, turn it towards the angle of the wave that you want your board on, and then push your hands through the turn. And he did that on the next wave, and he came back and said, thank you, because his board actually accelerated. Mm. So what happened then, it's kind of like you just whipped off this one layer of an onion, and it's like, why? Wow, this whole new, fresh onion that you can learn more from. And it's kind of like surfing just gets a little bit deeper and a bit better and a bit deeper and a bit better. And sometimes it makes you feel like crying. <laughs> I feel like crying. <laughs> but also I'm going to say that, that the onion is... <laughs> makes you feel like crying. Yeah, yes. It, 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 I only it, got that now. Sorry, I'm slow on the uptake. That's all right. That's all right. We'll let you off. But also, I mean, the way that... I, I, I know you like the idea of the onion and peeling the layers off. To me, it feels a bit like a never-ending gobstopper to be honest. It's just, every time you take off one layer, you find that there's another one, and I'm sure that this continues on forever and ever, and like, where, where is the end point? But, but then I, at the same time, I see that there, as, There is the no joy. end point. I think there's just enlightenment. It's the same as doing yoga, like, why keep on, I've done it once, why don't I just stop? It's, it's that maintenance, and the more you maintain it, you start learning higher levels. What, what's it called in, um, uh, when you meditate, you start getting like higher le levels of meditation, oh, it's like enlightenment, and, and, isn't enlightenment it? and understanding. I'm a long way off of enlightenment. And I think surfing kind of gets to that point. And you see the good surfers, they don't stress, they're relaxed, and they're feeling and they're enjoying it the hell of a lot more. Yeah. So, so with peeling the onion, so what I've found is that in the last, in the last week, although we've had really good waves, and I know that we, I'm making little changes to some of the things that I'm doing, so I am peeling the onion, but at the same time, and I say it makes you feel like crying, you've noticed it, and you, and you, and you saw it today. Oh, I gave you the slow hand clap today. Yeah, cheers. But I've been getting a little bit frustrated as well. Good. That's, so this, that's what I want from you. I want you to get frustrated, to know why. Well, I think I know why today, because today I ended up getting so frustrated that I shouted at myself and then paddled into, just, just went, stop being stupid, Anthony, just paddled into a wave. And obviously it was a wave that I might have backed out of beforehand. Okay, so um, <clears throat> think about this. In boxing, if you had your hands down and the coach is going, get your hands up, you'd quick get a blood nose, bang. Mm. And it hurts, so you get your hands up. Nothing hurts in surfing. I mean, yeah, okay, fair enough. You might have a wire powder or something, and yes, it does hurt. But generally, if you fall off, it's like splash, you know, and it doesn't hurt. Okay? So, Ooh, so there's okay. no reason for you to make the change. But what I was doing to okay. you, I asked you to do something, and you felt it once, and you know what it feels like. And when you couldn't get it again, you got frustrated yeah. with yourself. So it's someone having to show you the potential of what you can do, and then when you don't reach your potential, for whatever reason may be holding you back, you get frustrated. And then sometimes you need to kick your own ass to actually take, like don't sit on the fence, just like jump in and tackle it. Mm. Yeah. So let's go back to the the peeling the onion. Okay. So you've got somebody who's at a certain level of surfing, whatever yep. level they are at, 
whatever they might be working on at that point in time. How do we go about starting to shed those layers off of the onion? So we start to discover something and, and, and unlock this new fresher part of the onion. What's it's, the process that, that we need to go through? So probably the hardest skin on the onion is the outside, horrible, burnt, like crusty, flaky. Yeah, like the leafy bit. Yeah, it's, the it's not this, the soft one. It's the, hard, it's, a, it's the old skin, right? And that for me is like learn to surf. It's like you're not on rail, your board's really big, there's no feeling inside of any of that onion, okay? Mm. So once you progress past learn to surf and you start getting some shorter boards, you start getting more feeling for surfing. And then with feeling comes understanding. But if you've never felt something before, it's really hard to understand what someone's talking about. Yes, and this is the conundrum that I think comes up time and time again, and, I'm, and it's something which I, every, I think every single time we have this conversation, I try to sort of, I'm still trying to find out what the answer, I still haven't worked out what the answer is. Okay. But if you, it haven't, conundrum. So if you haven't felt it and you don't know, how do you, how do you then know that what you're feeling is the right feeling? How do you know that what you're doing is you're doing it right? I'm very lucky in that because we're making content and stuff all the time, we get to go out surfing all the time, and you're constantly going, no, nah, you weren't on, on rail. And like today, for example... Okay, so can, can I yeah, jump in there? Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> there'll be moments where I'm picking on you and I'm, I'm, I'm irritating you to, to, to improve, but you'll think you've done it right. I'm going, nah, that was cute. Or like you think you're paddling in a big wave and you go, no, it wasn't big enough. It was cute. It was small. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm at your heels the whole time. Yeah. Okay. But you know when you've done it right. You, you can't deny the feeling that when you've done that turn or you've caught the big wave or when you nailed it, you know that it's right. It just somehow resonates like... It's like dancing to a good music. It's like drinking a beautiful wine. You know when it's right. It's like hitting a golf ball and it goes ding and you get that perfect sound. You know when it's wrong, but you know when it's right. Yes and no. I'm going to agree and disagree with you here because today when we were out in the water, there was, afterwards I knew that I'd wound up too much and I tried to put too much force into it. But it was only literally five minutes before we came on live that I was talking to you about it and that sort of feeling of I needed to do a lot less to achieve more. But at the time of doing it, and even up until five minutes before we, we went on, on here, I told you the reason why I wound up was because I really wanted to get the board sideways and try to get on rail, and you said you were completely flat. Yeah. But I, up until that point, I actually thought that I had got it on rail. I know that I'd pushed too hard, but I honestly thought that I'd gone on rail more. But then you are saying I wasn't. Okay, so generally what happens, while you're trying to get that new layer on the onion, if you get excited, you almost just default to doing what you know before. Okay, so getting the board on rail, your, your board would be on rail and you'd be accelerating through the turn. But you try it hard and you push really hard on your back foot, so you just push down and you kind of just went like, on the turn. Yeah, but so... But so forget about what I did and, and how I did it and, and, and not trying to coach that. What, what I want to Ooh. understand here is I thought that I did something completely differently and I, I'm going to assume that 95% of the people that are going to watch this are thinking that they're doing something completely different 
to what the reality is. Yeah, so is. in their mind's eye, they're seeing a picture of themselves doing it, and they think they're looking like, I don't know, Kelly Slater or someone like that. But in reality, it's not even close. So how do we realise that we haven't got past that layer of the onion? Okay, so you know on the skate ramp, I ask people to drop into the skate ramp and to do a big carve around the skate ramp. And the first thing that people do, they're uncomfortable with going up, so they throw their hands across and try to carve. Yeah. So instead of them doing a beautiful arc, they, they end up just going out onto the shoulder. So a lot of people surf the same way. Yep. So the setup is incorrect. So if you address the setup, I think you're gonna get the correct outcome. But a lot of people maybe try too hard, too anxious, too nervous, and they don't know how to set up properly, so they get the wrong outcome. Mm. So I think today, we worked on your positioning so that you set up for a better wave. Then we worked on your takeoff that you went down, you created more space, and you set up for a better wave. Yeah. Then you had to hold the bottom turn longer, so you set up for a more vertical turn. Then you had to relax and twist longer to bring your board all the way around. So if you think about it, that was almost like four layers of onions that we peeled off when you're surfing so that you could feel something different. Okay, we need a lot of onions. And that, that's, the, the way that Clayton's just explained it has made it sound that we, that we completely radically changed my surfing today. I was still frustrated by the time we got out because there were some things that I just could not get. Uh, I mean, even down to, I mean, that's really talking about the takeoff. Every single element of surfing has these, this onion, this, these, all these different layers, even just the takeoff. There's so much from positioning. Once you get the right position, all of a sudden it's like, wow, now I'm catching more waves and I'm catching the waves easier than to... But isn't that beautiful? <clears throat> oh yeah, it's amazing. So, so on this wave that's ever-changing, you've got, you've got options of, of what line am I gonna take to, to best um, kind of harvest this energy inside of the wave that mm. I can get as much feeling as possible. And the better line that I take and the more wave energy I use, the less I have to do and the more I can just stand there and be present and entrenched in the moment. Yeah. And that, that's kind of the, the great part about surfing. Okay, so what, I, what, I, what I'm interested to do here actually is, yep. could I get somebody who is online, and I'm gonna go with whoever types it in first, what is the one thing that you're working on in your surfing at the moment? Whoever types in a comment first, uh, but what's the one thing that you're working on in the surfing? Is it, is it your pop-up? Is it a bottom turn? Is it a top turn? Is it, uh, is it a cutback? What is it? Whatever that thing that you're working on is, just type it in the comments and I will go with the first thing that comes in. And then I'm going to try, bottom turn. Okay, Ian, Ian Marshall on YouTube has said bottom turn. So if someone's, so if someone's bottom turning. Yeah. Ah, oh, someone's working on the Oreo biscuit. Check this out, I've actually, uh, I've got some Oreos with me this evening. This is, the thing is with the Oreo biscuit, uh, this one's a special one, because this one, you blow it. And it comes back again again! How good's that? Anyway, uh, moving swiftly on. <laughs> oh, I'm desperate to do that. Uh, so, bottom term. Uh, do it again. <laughs> keep your, you can keep your Oreos. Yeah. Right, bottom term. <coughs> so, so for Ian, trying yep. to perfect the bottom term, what are the typical layers of an onion that you're going to see with a bottom turn? 
Let's have a, let's have a look at this. So, so anybody working on a bottom turn? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of people surf mid-face. So they, they take off and they take a mid-line or even take a bit of a high-line, which then puts them out of that good part of the wave where yep. the wave's breaking. Now, if you mid-face, you, you can't go to the bottom and you can't hit the lip. So you, you're kind of feeling uncomfortable and lucky. You don't have enough space to work. So what mid-face people do, they tend to go into the shoulder to try to set the turn up. Now, if you took off on that wave and you went down to the bottom, you'd create, spe uh, you'd create speed. You'd also create space. Now, a lot of people, when they do go to the bottom, they there's different parts of a wave that you're trying to deal with in a bottom turn. If you're going slowly, you might have to twist to turn to go up the wave, but if you're going really fast, you may have to lean. So how do you know which one you're gonna be doing? So the bottom turn happens from the takeoff and the paddling. So you paddle into the wave, you have a look at it, and you're seeing the wave unfold, but then you need to almost look down the wave to the bottom, okay? And understand where's the wave drawing, because where that draws, that's where the wave's going to basically pitch, mm. where it's ripe to do the turn. Now, a lot of people see it drawing, and they go, shit, I've got to get out of dodge, and they go past that, and then try a bottom turn. And by that time, you've lost the wave's energy, there's no lift and there's no feeling. Yep. So a lot of people have anxiety around bottom turning in the right place. They, they surf out of the pocket and try a bottom turn. Um, so that's one, one aspect. Another aspect is sometimes when they do go to the bottom, they employ the wrong techniques and the board slides out or they're catching rail and all these different things. So you have to keep on going to the bottom as close to the foam as possible, anticipating how much water is moving up and what kind of action does my body need to take? Do I need to lift my body up and do light or is it a big powerful way where I can push on the fins and crank a long bottom turn? So you have to read into the, the circumstances and the situation and understand what the wave is asking you to do. So <laughs> you've just said a lot in a very short space of time which, which let's bring us some footage and yep. I can I can explain it. Okay, so we're going to some footage. But, but this is this is this is I think this is a reason why surfing can be so 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 difficult because when you talk about peeling the onion, like there is layer after layer after layer. Some of those layers are really thin. Some of those layers are really thick. But it's just this constant. It's layers. Oh, yes. It's, it, like because yeah. Let's just, let's just bring up some footage because I'm already starting to get Mind like, like overwhelmed with the... Because then for Ian, I'm just sort of like... <clears throat> from everything that you just said, I'm just like, okay, so what, what's the first layer that, that I need to peel on a bottom turn? Like if, I was, if, I was trying to, if I was trying to perfect my bottom turn, what would be that first thing? What is, it? what is the bottom of the wave telling you when you look at it? Okay, so the first layer and, of the bottom and turn... And where are you looking at it? Okay. Because some people look, like, if you're looking 20 meters down the line, there's no ways you can teleport 20 meters and try a bottom turn 20 meters down the line. There's no ways in hell you're going that fast. 
Maybe if you Kyle any surfing jaws, you could cover 20 meters in like a few seconds. But if you're surfing like your local beachy, you need to think about your strike radius, like what can I get to and what can I project towards? How is the wave helping me do this? And how can I work with the wave's energy? Mm. So often people have unrealistic targets and expectations. And then when they move, they may be moving um, without doing like a coordinated cardboard slide. They might be like, I don't know, uncoordinated, in which case they're going to cover even less ground. Or if you go to bottom 10 and lift up the wave, they may be pushing so hard in the back foot that they're burning off speed and they can't go up the wave. Have I just gave you more confusing information? Not confusing information, just a lot of information. It's the, the, okay. the, the nuances in everything are crazy. It's, you know why? It's, I'm, I'm it's, not given one wave and said, okay, what's going on here? I'm giving <coughs> like mo uh, a, a situation that could cover so many different things. So I'm, I'm trying to pick on all of those things. Okay. Now, let's find a wave right. and, and go through some stuff. Anyway, so let's bring up the iPad. Excuse me. There we go. All right. So, All right. so, and this is surfing of yours. Okay. So yeah. So we've we've got me surfing here. This is pre-coaching. Two years ago. Two years plus. Two probably about two and a half now, I think. But two and a half okay. years two ago. Two and a half years ago. All right. Let's have a little looky look. See. Love that paddling. This was this was pre Oreo. Zah. All right. Kind of same paddling. Oh, was that a head dip? That was a, that was a face wash. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> all right. Check us out. What's, okay, after you wipe the hair out of your eyes, what's going on here? Well, I'm, I've got a bounce, haven't I? <laughs> to, to, to but the wave's just flat. There, there's no energy over here. There's nothing. If you just faded, like, just did a redirect to the phone, which in essence would be a cutback, you would have had the solution to the problem. Okay, so over here, there's a, there's a bottom of the wave still. Well, crap. But over here, there's no bottom. You can't ride downhill. So if you had to just redirect it to the bottom of the foam over there, you probably could have flowed through that turn. Okay. Yeah. But um, let's keep playing, see if there's another example we can have a look at. Okay, so here we go. All right, see all that kicking and splashing and anxiety? I don't think you chin down. So at this moment over here, have you read the wave? Let's try to zoom in. No. Okay, do you even know what the wave's doing? Do you realize that it's, it's fairly hollow over here and there's a little, like a, a double lip over there and a very hollow section just over there. No. Okay, so imagine this now. Even after two and a half years, I'm looking at it kind of, I didn't see that. Okay, so at this point here, I can see that this wave's got like an extra little hollowness to it. So it's, it's almost gonna double up and get really quick and fast. Okay. Can you see that? Uh, okay, so yeah. let's, let's go back. So, you can see there's almost two lips. You can see there's lip one, let's say, there it is. And then there's this little extra ridge on the inside of the yep, wave. I can see it now. 
Okay, which means that that swell is hitting shallower water or it's maybe two swells in one about a break. Okay. So there's extra energy in that wave. Yep. So if you did bottom turn here, you're going to get twice as much power, twice as much zip out of the wave. Okay. Okay. So these are the little nuances that I'm looking for. So I'm paddling in going, well, hang on, if, if I race past that, I'm not going to get any push from the wave. But if I hang back and turn there, I'm going to get twice as much paddle. Isn't, I mean, power. Isn't what you're saying that they're quite advanced? No. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to say... Okay, so imagine, okay, that's... Because if you're an intermediate, if you're an intermediate... If you're I, standing there okay. and you're looking down a hill yeah. and this is a steep cliff and there's an easy flat pathway there and a fairly steepish pathway there. Okay, so it's just, just a, a, a bank or a hill and you need to walk down it. This is the quickest way down, but it's probably a lot more dangerous. Yeah. This path won't be as quick down. This will be a long, meandering, safe way down. Okay. Yeah, I get it. The thing is, is I wouldn't be an intermediate walker. See, what, where, where that's my head's going here is, if I'm an intermediate surfer, which, which I am, uh, I was very low intermediate at this point when, when I was surfing here, for me to be able to focus on what's the wave doing, like, oh, there's a double ridge there, oh, there's a steep bit there, oh, there's a meandering bit there, I'm focused more on popping up and not falling off at that so point So you're focusing time. on the wrong thing. That's the whole problem. Ah. Okay, check this out. If you had to body surf this wave, take the surfer out, boom, he's, he's not there anymore. Okay. Okay? If you were to body surf, where would you position yourself now to get a barrel? I'd be over here somewhere. Why? Because I'd be closer to the... the so how the come when you're body surfing, you want to go deeper, where there's more energy and more feeling? Okay. But when you surf, you want to go away from that, right. where you feel safer. Okay, I, I, I have an answer here. And I, I, I'm, I hope I'm answering for, every, for everybody. You've, you've said this to me a few times. The difference being when you're body surfing, you lay, you lean, and then you're into it. When you're surfing, there's a difference. You've got a point in time where you've got to stand up. Yeah. Onto a surfboard. And you've got so much time to stand up. If you read the wave. Okay. Now, now have a look. Remember I said, okay, there's three ways into this wave. You've got the steep one over here. You've got the slightly more angled and the meandering long way over there. Yeah. Okay. Now imagine this. Imagine going to this hill and you've got to go down it, but you're blindfolded. And you've got no information about this. That's what you're doing and you paddle in. You're just paddling and you're thinking, I've got to go down this thing and I've got to stand up with no information. That's freaking scary. And that's how you're approaching the wave. Hmm. Okay, so by looking and reading, you're going to get information. You're going to make the right calls, and then you're going to get the right feeling, and then you can start doing the right stuff. Okay, we, we, so someone is agreeing with me here. Hang on. Uh, but the pop-up takes more time than just body surfing. And that's, that's exactly the point yes, I'm trying to make. and you have got time. If you read the wave and you pick the right line, you can walk up and take your time. You don't have to scratch into the wave and pop up. 
If you're scratching in, you're probably not reading, and if you're popping up, you're definitely not, you're flat, you're not engaging your rail, you're not even surfing properly, you're just standing on the board. That's not surfing. That's just being a passenger. You're getting pushed to the beach. Oh, I think, oh, I'm gonna say, for, for someone who has just started surfing, that is surfing to them, though. I, you can't discount that. Okay, all right, so let's, I'm gonna give you an analogy. Uh, this may be wrong or hard, whatever it is, but it's the airplane right. analogy. Get ready, people. Anyway, I'm gonna bring us up full screen for this. Okay, so when your airplane's on the runway and you're in taxi, okay, it turns flat, so the thing turns and, and the plane turns and it's flat. And only when it gets a bit of speed and it starts taking off, can the airplane start leaning and turning. Yeah. Okay, so people that stand on their boards and surf flat are like an airplane in taxi. Yeah, but if you're, if you, that's okay. That's if, if, if we use the, if you're going to use the plane analogy, you wouldn't be able to jump in a plane and fly it straight away. There's a practice that you have to go through, and so I think that saying that somebody isn't surfing, even that, even if someone's surfing flat and they're just standing on the board, that's part of the surfing journey. So they are still surfing. I, well, I all think they've, all they've learned is balance. But they're still learning. But they're, but they're still going through that process of surfing. Yeah, but that's like that first dry, crusty layer of the onion. There's so much more to it. It gets so much better. Okay, I'm just, I'm just seeing if we've got some comments coming here in, in, in here on this because I'm. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, okay. So I want to see the pop up. All right, let's check it out. You ready? Slow mo. In this case, you need to be doing a pop up like a cat. Oh, check us out. Check us out. This is so great. All right. Uh, apparently we're like a married couple. Uh, okay, hang on a bit. Check, claim on chasing on an iPad. Please check us out. So this is what I'm talking about in getting information late. Are you ready? Check us out. Let's zoom in. Right. So you're looking forward. No idea what the wave's doing. I've got to catch the wave. Well done. I've got to make the takeoff. Well done. Bing. Too late. You've got no information. You've ridden kind of... Do you understand? Like you, you've caught the wave, stood up, and then gone, okay, what the hell's going on here now? By that time, your decision-making, you, you're under stress. Had you have known that information before you even caught the wave, you would know what line to take, where to go, how to do it, and you'd have so much more time to do everything. But then this is, this is all part of the peeling the onion. Like, yes. So it sounds to me like you're saying, right, okay, we need to get rid of five layers in one go, and you can't get rid of five layers in one go. You, you can if, in the beginning, you read the wave and, and understood what the wave was asking you, okay. rather than chin down paddle with no information. Okay, so I think we finally, through, through our okay. argu okay. apparently like a married couple, are, are arguing. Uh, it's not arguing, it's, it's, it's me just trying to really get into this. The first thing that we need to be able to do when it comes to doing a bottom turn, you yeah. have to read the bottom of the wave. Like if we can Correct. read things, that's then going to... So, so while most of us are there just trying to do the bottom turn, we're doing it probably the wrong way around then. We need to be reading the wave before we try to do the bottom turn. Hallelujah, yes. <laughs> do, do, do. I wish I had a hallelujah or a big sort of fanfare. Okay, so check, let's okay, check, right, so, check out the rest right. of this. So we were, we were actually... We were talking about cutties, so check us out. Okay, we're talking about cutbacks here. Okay, 
So if we go back to this, and remember I talk about reading waves. So there, you're flat, so you can't bottom turn. So you're a passenger, you're just standing oh, on that okay. board. Okay, hang on, hang on, I'm just going back through some of the comments here. So, so yeah. Kit, which is, but you're trying to catch the wave, then trying to pop up, then trying to read where to go. But what, you, what you're saying is, read, read where to go, wave. as you're trying to catch, then catch the wave. Is that, is yeah, that right so, right okay, so look, you pan, you see oh, the wave hang on, coming. Hang on, hang on, full, full screen, full, right. full screen for this. You see the wave coming, you turn around, you read the bottom, the wave starts lifting you up, you start gliding into it. Okay, then by reading the wave, it's like hearing music, like this wave telling me to go fast or this wave telling me to go slow. It also says at that point, it's drawing up and I can do a bottom turn. Okay. Okay, so not only are you understanding the music, but you're in time and you've got the beat right. So that when you move, your surfing can flow. Right. But you're not even understanding the music, you're just trying to dance and then you're out of tune and you're out of step. And you're not feeling and flowing with anything. Okay. Okay, what have we got here? Stefan says, Clayton always makes it sound like the key to being confident in your ability to stand up is just being confident in your ability to stand up. Well, the stand up's not difficult, it's a walk up. It's, it's definitely not a pop up. And if you look where you're going and you do it smoothly, it's really easy. If you rush, you're probably gonna get it wrong. If you look down, you're definitely gonna get it wrong. Yep. You went over the falls today on one wave only. What happened? Um, I thought I took off too late, so I looked down and then it was game over. But over, then over. There, you caught some bigger waves, which are probably just as late today, but you're focusing on your bottom turn. Okay, so yeah. where did you look on that wave and what happened? So there I was looking, rather than looking because I have a habit of racing out onto the flats, so I was doing more of a look towards the, the sort of bottom of the way where it was starting to draw up, because I knew that I had to go down there. Okay, so you picked a line. Yeah. Okay, and then what happened? Did you think about catching it or standing up? No. Um, I bet no, you didn't. I, no, I don't think... Thank you. I, I didn't think about catching it. I, I was thinking a little bit about the standing up, just because I, I didn't want to go over the falls again. So I was thinking a little bit about this about standing up, but I was more looking at whereabouts I wanted to, to, to start or get my bottom turn to go. And what unfolded? I bet you you picked that right line and it was easy. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It felt, it felt, it felt a lot better. It felt... Um, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I got angry, because I, I've got into this habit now of taking off and always racing out towards the flats. Um, it's just something which I've just got into a really bad habit of doing. So today was me trying to kick that habit. So would you say that... And it came from looking. You have a habit of maybe self-sabotaging yep. yourself. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> on the, sometimes the paddling and, and so on. Yep. All right. Um, do you want to... I want to uh, just... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look at some more comments here. So yeah, it's like, it's like yoga. Doing postures is just one part of it. If you're doing... If you're doing just postures, you're not doing yoga. So that was, that was agreeing with you so, there on that side of things. So, and bring up the iPad okay. here quickly. Here's a wave of, and, and this is a prime example of a wave where you, you rush for the sake of rushing. Okay? So, check it, watch it. 
Okay, so compared to the cutbacks you did before, you're definitely using way more of the wave face. Okay, so look at this. So on the bottom turn, a lot more of the bottom of the board showing. Yep. Previously, when you surfed, you were flat. Yep. Okay, so using more rail. You're on the top of the wave, you're using rail. And what's evident on the rail is the amount of spray that you're throwing. So you can see, look at that. And look at the twist that you're doing. Really nice. Uh-huh. Okay. And you even go all the way around. Don't quite, you Cut touch the foam, yeah. but you don't look at where you're hitting. Yeah. Okay, so you rush. But, mate, it's a, look at the spray line. Everything's really nice. My issue, let's go back here. Why don't you, right now, go down the wave, come up the wave, and do your first turn? Because yeah. I'm out for it. <laughs> and I always go to the side. It's like, this is like a, so a colleague's anonymous. My point being, what did the wave tell you? Or are you just defaulting? No, no, I'm, I'm not. I'll tell you what's happening. I'm not listening to the wave. Yes, you're listening to the noise in your head. I'm listening to me. Yes. So when you surf, you almost have to be in the moment and block out the noise in the head and what does this wave want and then try to move in time and with the wave. Yeah. And so when it comes to that side of the onion and listening to what the wave wants, how do we start doing that? So a really good way that you started doing it was by body surfing. Because... You, if you catch a, a really shit wave body surfing, you, you get smashed and you get tired of that and then eventually you get one where you go across it, that wall, that was good. Yeah. And then you start hunting these waves. And I think we spoke about this in the water. You get two types of surfers in the water. You get hunters and gatherers. Did I, did I speak to you about that? No, I don't think so. Okay, so basically... Let me, let me bring up full screen first. In the water, we get two types of people. And um, you see this a lot when these, when these barrels and the waves are quite heavy. You get what we call hunters and gatherers. So the gatherers sit there and they wait for the waves to come to them, almost like waiting for a crop to ripen. And it could take months for them to get waves. But the hunters, they're just like bravado, like, oh, there's a set wave. And they almost paddle over you to get it. And they, they splash and they just make a big scene. And they tend to get all the waves and all the best waves. But if you ever look at the hunter, they got like this death down there are, they're like hunting it down um, and they, they, they're kind of charging the whole time. So you have to take some risks, but you can take a calculated risk by reading the wave. You don't just have to be all bravado and just throw yourself over the falls. You need to actually know what's going on. Right. Okay. Come on, cool questions here. So, Look at the bottom of the wave, but don't look down, otherwise you go to the bottom into the flat. So, yeah, so, so when I was saying that I was looking down, I wasn't looking straight down. It was more down at the angle where else, I want, where else the wave was starting to draw up, because that's where else I was going to aim for as I went yeah. for my bottom turn. So I wasn't looking down, I was looking at where else I wanted to go. Um, interesting question here. So how do you read the bottom of the wave without looking down and nosediving? Because it made, I made it sound like I was looking at the bottom of the wave. So can you explain that? So what was the question? How, so do, you how, how do you read the bottom of the wave without looking down and then nosediving? So 
Your board's got nose rocker, and it should be designed to actually fit into those waves, the same way a skateboard's designed to fit into a skate ramp. If you, if you take a sector nine skateboard that's really flat and try to go to a, a big skate ramp, it's not gonna work. Mm. So, um, like I said, if you are riding some slightly hollower waves, you almost gotta make sure you're, you're on the right equipment. That's, that's probably step one. Um, when you, okay. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of ways to explain this. Let, let me ask it this way. The whole idea of looking down, it's not necessarily looking down, it's looking where you want to go. And would I be right in saying that if you were surfing somewhere that was just a slow rolling kind of wave, that's going to require you to not go racing out into the flats. So, so, you, so you're going to want to look more at a sort of down, down but diagonal. But if you were let to me do a, a little example or explanation. Okay. You're gonna, you're gonna, so can you see the mouse? Okay. Yep. Okay. So we can all see let the me, mouse. Let me right. just remove Stella's comment from the screen. Just so, okay. Cool. Right. Do you want to maybe go onto one camera or I don't know? No, that's fine. All right. So basically, my back's straight, mm -hmm. and I can see that mouse in my peripheral. And even if I move the mouse anywhere, so I'm staring at you, move it somewhere. So out of my peripheral, I still got the mouse. Okay. So I could see it in my peripheral vision. Yeah. So I can surf the wave. My peripheral vision, I've never got the mouse. And I can, I can still touch it. <laughs> so in my peripheral vision, I can see the, the spotlight and I can see the floor. Okay. Okay. So I know it's there. I can see it's there. Now, what a lot of people do they like take off, they bend their backs and they do this and they look down. So the issue there is that... Hopefully you all just saw Clayton's lovely pyjama pants that he's wearing. <laughs> he got dressed up for the occasion. He was, uh, he, he was doing his, uh, his clown act just before we came on. <laughs> so there's a difference between looking and looking with your peripheral vision and making my whole entire body language tell my body to dive into a swimming pool by dropping my hands, bending my back, dropping my chin and looking down. Yeah. Okay, so this way my body language is still wanting to go forward even though I can see what the bottom's doing. Yeah. But a lot of people just, the bottom language. Okay, that makes, that makes sense. So in terms of, in terms of looking, and, and just to continue from what I said before, just so that we don't have people looking down all the time, we also do want to gauge it by the type of wave that we're surfing. So, hang on, if, if we were surfing a slow rolling wave where you don't need to be racing down the line really fast, then we, we want to look at whereabouts it's drawing up from the bottom and aim for that. I've if got a we were really to surf, nice session to show you on this one. Okay, let me just finish this and then we can go to the thing. If we were surfing somewhere like Kira, for example, that's really hollow, really fast, and you've got to get down that line really fast, that's whereabouts we then want to be more looking down the line, am I right? Correct, yeah. So, that well, looking what, see what's happening at Kira is the bottom of the wave isn't waiting for you. It's going around the beach. So you've yeah. got to haul ass and chase that wave. Yeah. So you're paddling sideways and just like, oh, and just chasing it. Yeah. So that whole idea of, of looking also is really dependent upon the type of wave that you're surfing. You can't always just go, okay, I'm just going to look down there. Sometimes if we're surfing a fast wave, we want to be looking more that way. Well, the, the bottom just doesn't stay in one place, it moves. Yeah. Sometimes at high tide, if the waves are really fat, it might fade back. Yeah. And on low tide, it's, when it's quick, it might run. So the, the way, by reading the bottom, it detects, it, it 
dictates the speed at which the wave is moving. Okay, cool. Okay, have a look at this. You've got something on the iPad there. You do yeah. that and then have a look at some of the comments. Okay, so um, if you have a look at this wave, I'm now reading what is happening over there. And I can see over there the wave's fairly steep, so it's going to have this draw and throw of the lip. So as I go down, I soften my knees, a little cardboard slide. This is Clayton surfing, just in case you missed that. Got my coffee cup out. Uh, and watch over here, see how much of the bottom of the board you start to see. Yep. Okay, now I want to show you something interesting. When I stand on the board, so look, the board's going slow, slow. I'm standing on it. Now watch what happens when I put on rail. And this is what I'm talking about, the airplane going yep. and flying. Watch the board accelerate there. See the difference in acceleration? Yeah. And then on the turn, I start twisting, and look at how far I've come back. Now, theoretically, I should have looked there, but for some reason, I'm looking at this dude. Hey, hey who's that in the water? <laughs> okay, so I kind of cut the turn short, and I almost go straight to you over there, and I start giggling. Okay, then notice over here, I'm going, oh, there's no more bottom, waves flat, I step forward. So look at me shift my, my back foot and I stack. Yep. And yet nothing left in it. Boom. Okay. Awesome. Um, so, do um, we have any ways from the reef or maybe the other session? Oh, I don't know what I just did there. Double tap it. Uh, which, which one are you talking about? Uh, I think... This, this week? Yeah. We've only got your one wave. Yeah, can we get that one up? Your one wave. Gianni, oh, no. oh, hang on. Tap sorry, it. sorry, guys. We will, we'll be there in a second. Gremlins. We have. Wherever you were, it was the one after. With me jumping off. Yanni, oh, sh sh just show Yanni's a minute. So, so, so Yanni is, is our newest member on the Ombi team here. He's an amazing surfer. There's a really cool YouTube video coming out actually, which is where I go head to head with Yanni surfing in small waves. And uh, just seeing how I surf it versus Yanni, and uh, spoiler alert, Yanni wins by miles. But it's um, he's he's uh, amazing, amazing surfer. He's a really, really cool, cool, cool guy to have so on the team as well. Check this for Yanni. He's paddling and he's reading there. Oops. Now remember when you paddled, you didn't see the wave. You you had like blinkers on. Yep. Okay. He stands up. Where's he looking? Still reading the wave. He goes down to the bottom, decides what's it going to do, it's a little speed pump. Now look how inverted he gets. So now, what I mean by inverted <laughs> is he's almost got his head lower than the surfboard. And that's like those, those aeroplane, it's, it's yeah. banking. Now look how long he banks it for. One, two, look at the rail work. So look at all that spray that he's throwing and the carve he's doing. Now, where's he looking? Can you see he's always one step ahead of where he's looking? Yep. And then right up, bank off the top and out. So, some, some beautiful surfing there. And I especially liked the way he looked at it. So, let's go back to your... Hang on. I was trying to uh, get your couple of waves. I don't think it's on here. I haven't seen it. Uh, right, you, you talk, I'm going to find it. 
Yeah. So yeah, the big difference between Yanni when he surfs is how much he's seeing and reading the wave before he's even got to his feet. Um, so when he surfs, he's almost anticipating sections a hell of a lot easier. Oh, this is a nice one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, hang on, here we go, we've got the iPad. Okay, so this was a slightly bigger day, just in the beaches. And um, what I want to make mention to is on your wave, which is a smaller one, do you, know, do you remember how you raced out yeah. and then did a cutback? Yep. So look at the lines that I'm taking. So I take off, straight down, nose to the beach. Where am I looking through all that? Okay, so just, so I was, I was on the wave in front. We didn't get that on there on film. Whereas Clayton went straight down, I was straight away running, like going sideways, ah! sideways across the wave. Okay, so what I'm doing is I'm actually reading this wave and trying to see where is it standing up, okay? Then I start leaning over. Look at how much I dip my head. So can you see from, from standing, look at the lean. And what's really interesting here is that it almost looks like, just obviously we're at a slight angle here, but that, that foam, like you're, you're, the foam's there and you're there in front of the foam rather than, like the foam's Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, not I'm the, almost trying to go around the, around the yeah. foam, okay, so that I can get to a steeper part. Because yeah. if I went that way, I'll just get shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Um, which, I th which I think is, is, a, is what so many intermediate surfers do, is they instantly race out into that flat bit there where I'm the foam. Now, if you have a look at my trajectory line, see how it's going a lot more straighter up? Yeah. Whereas on your trajectory line on the bottom, you tend to go way across the wave. So I feel that you, you burn off a lot of speed traveling across when you could just go the shorter distance up. So if I drew an arrow, I go a short way there, whereas you go out there. You're yeah, out there scenic route. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so that was a click off the top, oh. a little bit of an airdrop. But again, nose to the beach. So it's a reset. There's the lean over. Where do you think I'm looking? So I'm looking up, trying to piece the next. Well, you're looking turn. right up, whereabouts it's, it's about to break. Yeah. So I'm twisting around. And again, um, I'm riding sort of straight down, resetting nose to the beach. So, like, I don't have the biggest legs. Look, if I zoom in, I have got skinny legs. But have a look at this. They're Wednesday legs. Yeah, Wednesday gonna break. <laughs> So that twist, that having the board on rail, yep. which is the three-dimensional aeroplane thing I'm talking about, is kind of when you're getting to that, that juicy bit of the onion, when surfing has so much feeling and, yeah. and you're really in the moment and you, you're in tune with everything, and that's when stuff starts feeling amazing. Yeah. Now, can you see how, because I'm tapping into wave energy, which is the top and the bottom of the wave, I don't have to move a hell of a lot. Like, I, I'm, I'm not working as hard for yeah. my, my moves. Yeah, and this is something which I, which I have realised a lot in the past, it was really, really evident today, is that the less you do, like you, you actually need to do a lot less to achieve a lot more. Yeah. Like, so many surfers, myself, myself included, I'm... I'm, I'm make this mistake time and time again. I put so much sort of thought and effort into sort of like, got dig so, in. Okay, so, so let, let's top. talk about the, the onion, which is less. Okay, when you surf, how much is going through your head? 
For me, lots. Okay, I bet you when you've had your best waves when you're not thinking. Yeah, and I think, this, I think we've mentioned this one a lot. That last wave of the session, the one where I'm just thinking, I'm just going to just get in. When you're not trying hard. Yeah. Yeah. So in doing less, not only is it not moving your body too much, it's also not thinking too much. That can make you a lot more present where you can start to feel. And that, how was that? There was that, that, that one wave today where I got all excited because I, I really did a, like a real flowing cutback. But it almost by accident because I wasn't really trying. It was that, that's exactly it. Sometimes, like, you've got to remember that you're in water. If you, if you push too hard, you can displace the water. Yeah. You're going to get a delayed response or your tail will slide. So you, you almost got to kind of glide through the water. Like, you must have been in the pool, put your hand in the pool and just twist it and it makes this beautiful fan. Yeah. Now, if you push too hard, you would kind of break that, that arc and the fan wouldn't yeah. be as effective. And surfing's like that, where sometimes if you try too hard, you kind of break the line or you break the water or your fins come out or the rail pops out or it digs. Yeah. So in surfing, sometimes a little bit less, um, by doing less, you actually get more done. Yeah. Okay, look, so we're coming up to the sort of 55 minute mark here. Let's, yeah. I want to answer some questions. So yeah. if, you've, if you've typed in a question, we're going to go through, I'm going to try and answer as many as we can um, in sort of 10, 15 minutes. But let's, let's kind of wrap up the, the, the discussion of peeling the onion. As surfers, as we're, as we're starting to progress, how can we start to peel the onion? How can we start to discover more layers? What is it that we need to be doing? What is surfing if not riding a wave? So pay attention to it. So many people try to surf the board. Okay, so if you can feel the wave and feel the energy, um, I mean, even just take off on it. Have you ever done this? Take off and just put your hand in the wave and just watch how the water comes off the back of it. Have you done that before? I do that on the soft top when it's small. Okay, have you been able to even touch the foam ball to know where it's at? On the soft top, yeah. Okay, on the soft top, you got no expectation. So you're not trying hard. No. On, you told me today, you wound up so hard and drove so far that when you did your cutback, you didn't realize it was like six meters behind you. But on the soft top, you would have. Yeah. So are you over-surfing? Are you over-excited, perhaps? Are you overthinking? Yep. Okay, so... All of the above. Correct. Okay, so in that instance... It's a good job with waves tomorrow. What should we do? <laughs> Stay in the part of the wave where you get more feeling. Stay in that moment and be open to what the wave is suggesting for you to do, whether you need to go up, whether you need to go down. Um, don't be scared of that wave. Okay. Don't run from it. So really, peeling the onion is more about understanding and listening to the wave than trying to force what you want to do each time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Let's go through some of these questions. I think a really good one there, actually, and it, it leads into it very nicely, is from, is from Kane, and that is, how do you practice reading the wave then? By body surfing and learning how to fall and learning how to take knocks. Oh, um, there was a lot of things here. So, I, when, when I was a grown... I was kind of scared of big waves, and then I read that, so was Kelly Slater, and I was like, oh, okay, it makes me more human, I don't feel so bad. 
but he used to go out with um, a couple of the young crew at Parkland because they're scared of Park, and they used to go and body surf it to help them get over the fear of it. And they got to understand the reef, they got to understand the waves power and the waves energy. And um, when you're body surfing, you're ultimately falling inside the wave and the wave's energy. And it teaches you how to fall, so you become comfortable with it. It teaches you breath work, it teaches you not to fight the wave, but just to rather flow with the wave. Mm -hmm. And how to use the wave's energy as a positive thing, rather than a force that's trying to maybe hurt you or drown you or kill you. Right. And in understanding that, um, you start to relax and enjoy the power. And then you want more of it, because it's, it's like, wow, this feels great. So go body surfing. Okay, so body surfing for reading the waves. Here's a, here's a question for all the beginners. I've had to scroll up quite a long way. We've got a lot of questions, probably won't get through all of them. I'll, I'm just going to pick some at random. Most of us beginners are dealing with small, slow waves. So we have to twist to do a bottom turn to go up the wave. Yes, 100%. You can't lean, you're not going fast enough. And, and you probably find if you are a beginning riding a big board, you almost have to twist, lean back to lift the nose up on that big board and plant it. <laughs> Whereas on a shorter board, you could just twist and the thing would turn a lot easier. Yep. Okay, quick question here. Well, I said quick question. It's quite a big question. So backhand surfing, especially the takeoff. I feel I need to take off at a bit of an angle to get my rail engaged. If I drop straight and try to bottom turn, I feel that I fall behind the pocket. I was getting this a lot yesterday when I was surfing, actually. I was getting stuck behind the phone. Okay, so let me just understand what he's asking. So when he goes backhand on the takeoff, he feels he needs to go at an angle. To take off at an angle? No, if, if, you go to, if you're going at an angle, you won't Two. engage the rail. You'll surf flat, and you won't hit the section. You'll go onto the shoulder. If you go, so it's, let's say if I want to go. I'm confused. Oh, I find this irritated. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to think how I can explain Surely if, you're, if, if you take off at a bit of an how angle... How much in surfing is it about opposites? Okay? So, if let's say you want to take off and go left. Yeah. Okay? So if I angle in left, I'm just going to end up surfing that wave really flat. But if I fade right, I have to lean and get so much more angle on the board to be able to turn to hit it. Does that make a bit more it sense? Makes a bit more sense, but I would be absolutely crapping my pants that I was going the wrong way into the wave. Okay, think of it this way. Um, imagine you want to park a car. Yeah. Okay, so you're in a parking lot. What this guy is saying is that if he goes more diagonal into the car park, it's easier for him to park the car. I'm going, no, you almost want to swing out, go wider and park your car. Okay. Okay, you, it hmm. requires more turning by swinging out into that figure eight, but you'll be able to get a better park. Okay. Going diagonally and trying to cut the corner isn't going to put you in the car park. So you, you saying almost take off towards the power zone? Yes. <laughs> then, no, not going to practice that tomorrow. Then you're, I was getting you to do that today. Oh, were you? I was saying take oh, off, go to the foam, go to the bottom of the wave. Stop going diagonal and flat across your waves. Okay. That's one of the things that we are doing today. Oh, I didn't feel like I was going back that much. You should have been. Okay, I was doing it wrong. <laughs> Hopefully that helped. Joshua... Amanda... So due to lockdown, which is months of non-surfing in Melbourne, yeah. um, walk on... 
So yeah, look, if you're not surfing, just do other things that helps you simulate it. Whether you're doing balance training, riding on a skateboard, it all helps in the end. Um, nothing's a great simulation, but as long as you're firing your, um, your peripheral vision, you're compressing, you're extending, you're leaning, you're twisting, and you're just challenging yourself, all of that helps the mainstream end goal, which is to be able to relax and surf better. Enrico is also in isolation over in, over in Italy, and I think a few people have gone back into isolation. Sorry um, to hear that, mate. So I just put up a random comment there and... Oh, okay, here's an interesting one. But when I slow down, I get catapulted over the falls, something which uh, I'm pretty scared of a lot of the time is getting thrown over the falls. Okay, so it just says that, A, you're potentially not riding the right equipment, B, you don't know how to drop into a wave. So if you went to a skate ball, that's like me going, hey, when I'm on a skate ball, I just fall over of the skate ball. Why not dropping in? Why aren't you picking your line, pointing your knees, coordinating your hands, and, and dropping into that wave? Because if you're going up, that's great. How do you go back down again? It's the same as taking off. You've got to pick your line. So you can't just go up and then stop surfing, being like a passenger on a bus. And you probably find that this Facebook user, there's no name, you're surfing flat. So you're basically trying to fly an aeroplane like you drive a car. Okay, and like you, you gotta go do your um, flight simulation and get on a skateboard and learn how to use central fugal forces, learn how to weight distribute and drop into a wave properly. So, so just going with this and the, the whole catapult over the falls, with like a fast moving, a very hollow, quite powerful wave, I mean, even, People that, are, that I've seen pretty good at takeoffs, they get to that point where on those particular kind of waves, it's just like all of a sudden they just get through. Like what, what causes that then? What, why, 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 is, why, why is that happening? Okay, so let's, let's go back to this. Oh, we're going back to the iPad. Okay, I know it's a little bit late in the takeoff, but mate, that thing's already breaking. Look at it. That is essentially a late takeoff, right? Yeah, but I don't think. Uh, that's you. <laughs> this is the problem. That is you. That is not. That is not the majority of people who surf. You're good at surfing. Okay. The thing is, I've got my chin up. I've got my hands up. A lot of people are looking down. They they're looking at the end of the ride. They're looking down, and their body language is saying, hands down, chin down. I would like to dive off and enter the water at the end of the arrow. My body language is saying something else. It's going, chin up, I want to go there. So, like, if, you've, if you're scared, generally your body language is going to do what the tension is doing. Okay, yep. Okay. Yeah. So you've got to be aware, like, often what your thoughts are is how you react. Mm. So that's why in surfing, you almost don't want to have those thoughts. You want to have feelings, and you want to react to the feelings. Yeah, in actual fact... I'm going to bring up another question. While you're answering it, I want to, we're, we're going to loop back to this in a second because the, I, I remember seeing a video on my iPad that, uh, that's really cool about this whole lake takeoff thing. You can't just hear from Carlos. Look, look, look at that thumbnail contorting into the, uh, for a head dip there. <laughs> Surely experience and awareness are intrinsically linked. I don't think about the paddling or pop-up so, so, all, so all my energy goes to the wave awareness. Yeah. You meant to talk for longer than that. 
I don't know what he just said, but I agree with him. Okay, let me, let me find another question. Uh, oh, okay, here, here we go. From a question. Cheers from Israel. Can you give us tips on turning on, on a foam board? So you've got really thick, chunky rails. Tips on turn, turning a foam board. Okay. It's super slow. So, yeah. Look, generally your foam boards aren't really meant to be turned. I know it sounds crazy, but they're so wide that if you try to put on rail, it just flops f flat. So the width is working against your turning. The second thing is to give you extra paddle power, the boards are thicker. So when you try to push that rail into water, the rail just wants to pop back out and stay flat. So that extra thickness that allows you to paddle stops you from turning. And then if you've got a very long foam board, because I'm presuming the waves in Israel are really small windswell, so your board's quite long, it also does not want to turn. And you'll find that on the long board, the rails on the bottom are really square like this, which try roll something mm. at square, it doesn't turn. If they were round, like a surfboard's rail, um, a round well would want to roll and turn a bit easier. So I hate to disappoint, but those foam boards aren't really engineered and designed for turning. I'm, 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 I'm a big fan of riding a foam board. I ride them, I, I ride them a, fair, a fair old bit. Um, what I've found is, so I've got an, an eight foot soft top, and if I try and, and twist- And a small one. Yeah, I've got a small one as well. And a medium one. And a medium one. I've got, I've got, I've got a soft <laughs> and top. And a thinness one. <laughs> but if I, so with the, with the big soft top, if I, try and, if I try and twist to turn, if, if anything I try and do really fast on it, just, I end Doesn't up falling happen. off. So it's, it's just these really sort of slow moving turns. I mean, I can go down and grab hold of it to kind of oik it round a bit, but yeah, ultimately everything happens really, the second I try and do anything fast on it, I just fall off because my body moves and the board doesn't follow. Yeah, so um, you've got to almost anticipate it not turning and then try to turn it for a very long period to get yeah. it to respond. Now, the, the clip I'm about, about to bring up is a little bit dark, but this, so we were talking about that whole idea of if I slow down, I, I'm worried about getting thrown over the falls. This here, I think we did a coach's eye on this a while back. This is Craig Anderson. One of my favorites. Right, this, if this was me now, I would have decided to have ditched my board. And I'm, I'm assuming that a few of you would, would be with me on this if you're intermediates. At this point here, you'd think, oh no, oh, this is not gonna end well for me. And at this point, well, first of all, I probably wouldn't have been riding a wave this big. But at this point, I would have decided to ditch my board and I would have pin dropped straight down. Look at the lean. He's leaning in already. He's on rail. But he makes this. And to still to this day, even though, I've, even though we've talked to this through a coach's eye, I still don't quite understand how That's called he the did it. I think it's just called Craig Anderson. So, that was epic. So just very quickly, and, we're, and we've done a coach's eye on this. Most... Most people watching, most intermediates, I feel, at this point here, would have decided that this was a bad idea and would have decided to ditch their board and would have got sucked over the floor. You know what? Most intermediates would look there. They would keep looking down, worried about how bad it looks. The chin would drop, their hands would be pointing down and they would be eating it. Okay, so Craig Anderson is looking at this wave going, wow, look at this potential for, for getting barreled. Now, had he have paddled early and stood up, he would have gone mid-face and missed the barrel. So what he's doing, he's, he's purposefully paddling slower, slowing down, so that this wave can suck up more and it can get barreled. 
Because if he had a rush to take off, he would not have got barreled. So he's, he's delaying, he's waiting, he's stalling, hold, hold, hold. Okay, there's the barrel. So, so what? Check it out. But he's not frantically paddling. Now he's leaning, his eyes are level, he's picked his line. Oh. Look at the hands positioning. Chin level, knees pointing where he wants to go, hands pointing, everything's just coordinated. Love it. Love it to bits. I, I love it. It still freaks me out a little bit, <laughs> thinking about being in that situation. Uh, good one here from Daniel Domro. Uh, stop, uh, stop thinking, start feeling. Blocking the noise is the best advice. Look, look versus perceive. Which relates to when we were talking back about looking about what you are on the on the wave. Yes. Um, so let's let's the Oreo biscuit. It seems like the Oreo oh, biscuit method okay. is for short boards more than long boards, correct? No. Um, you know what it is with long boards? Because you get so much paddle power, you can see a wave and be in the wrong place, and you can still paddle and get it. Whereas with a shortboard, you don't have that option. So with shortboarding, you have to concentrate on being in the right position. And if you're in the right position, the Oreo biscuit works a charm. Mm. Um, if you are on a, on a longboard on, right on the right position, the Oreo biscuit works. But generally on a longboard, you get overexcited and you want to catch everything. Yeah. So even if you're in the wrong position, you'll still paddle like frantically and probably get the wave. I think a really good example for that uh, with regards to long, the longboard versus shortboard is when we did the the beginner surf tips YouTube video, yeah, have a look at the YouTube video on that. Well, we were both then on on bigger boards, foam boards, no, and we were paddling. And yeah, there was sometimes there where it was just Oreo, and just the Oreo on its own was allowing us to take off on these on these quite small waves. Yeah. So yeah, definitely works. Uh, the Oro, so going back to the Oreo biscuit again, the Oreo biscuit walk up technique has been massive for me. Uh, yeah, then get that board exactly. on rail. Read and feel the wave. Twenties all the way. So I like the way John had to jump on a twenty, probably to help him feel what it feels like to be on the rail. And the amount of drive and acceleration you get from rail surfing, yeah. it's it's probably like flying an airplane, banking, feeling g-force. It's amazing. Yeah, twenties help you surf from rail. Uh, one thing that we have got in the pipeline that we are just planning out now is a entire program on how to choose the right board, which is going to be amazing, but we're still finalizing it before we start filming the content for that. Okay, we're going to go fast now, okay? Yeah. Just after the pop-up, is it right, do you give an angle to the board, especially on steep drops, to avoid nose dives? We, we've kind of already covered that, where you can go the other way, or? It depends at the speed at which the wave is moving across the reef or the sand. You're trying to match the wave speed. If the wave is moving slowly, I will go straight to the beach. If the wave is moving fast, I will race across the wave. Okay. Is it wrong to just feel the wave? I usually have no mental process when I'm surfing. So is it, is it wrong to just feel the wave? So is it wrong think? to be in the moment? No, you'll probably enjoy the moment more if you're in the moment. Yep. Uh, the, the cutback with Yanni, uh, it's like he's trying to reach the, his target with his head, looking at it but reaching for it with his forehead too. So where you look is where you go. So what you're seeing is just him really looking and concentrating. Um, I don't know if that is what, <laughs> the answer. Okay. 
Just one from Jamie, can I ask this one quickly? Could you reiterate stacking on the front foot on the takeoff and using the rocker of the board to match the shape of the wave? Okay, so let's go over here. Um, okay, there we go. Okay, let's zoom into this. Where is all of Craig Anderson's weight? It's on the front foot. Now, most people in that position, they don't want to nosedive, so they put all the weight on the back foot. Yeah, that, that's what, instantly what I was thinking I would do. I'd put my weight on the back foot. And when the board accelerates, they fall over backwards and they get lipped on the head. Ah. So, do you know that the hard edge on the back of your board makes your board slide out and release? Whereas the... Th the hard edge on the back of your board? Disengages the rail. Okay. Whereas the round part where your front foot is, water sucks on that and it gives you hold. Like a vacuum. Like a vacuum. So when Craig puts pressure on the front foot, he gets more hold on the surfboard. It won't slide out ever on the front foot. Which sounds massively counterintuitive because you'd think that it was all about the fins. No, because you can shift your weight forward when it's bigger and you get more hold. If you put weights on the back half of your board, you will disengage the rail and the board will slide out. Okay. Okay, so what, now stacking is, have a look here, ankle joint, knee joint, hip joint, shoulder joint are all stacked in a straight line over the front foot, which means he has good balance over the front foot. Now the widest part of the surfboard is also in the middle, which is where all his weight is positioned. Yep, perfect. All right, um, there's more of a comment. Well, okay, and that's the highlight. Okay, here we go. This, here's someone's golden moment from this evening. That's how we are surfing the wave, not the surfboard. So we need to understand it and communicate with it. Cool, and we got Whitney's, and this is fantastic. Thank you very much, Whitney. <laughs> fantastic. Sorry guys, too late, two questions. One, is there any app, web, that absolutely good for wave prediction, so is there a good wave prediction app? So I don't read those much. Um, they drive me crazy, because when we see a big swell coming, you wax the board up, get down there and it's flat. And then they say it's flat and you get down to the beach, you don't take a board and it's pumping. So I always just ask Ant, what's it like? <laughs> Ant wakes up at 4.30 and checks it, and then I was like, hey Ant, that doesn't waves. That doesn't mean that everyone can start texting me <laughs> to ask me for a surf report. <laughs> Uh, okay, and, and, and I get excited about any wave, so, so it's always going to be good when you're with Ant. Yeah. Uh, I've been having problems with the turns. Now that you've said maybe I am forcing it and putting too much weight at the end. Okay, you, you kind of answered your, your, your question yourself. Can you do live streams every day? No. <laughs> We've got too much other stuff we're, 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 we're trying to create as well. Like cook dinner, renovations, paint boards, make boards great content. Okay. Hi, you talked about how to fall and use the energy. Is the solution is the solution to swim to the bottom to be sucked by the energy and come back up with it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I wish we had the video now. Good money. They're, well, they're well, wipe um, out with me. The wipe out one. Yeah, no, I haven't got it. There is, there is, there, we, we've got a bit of footage of Clayton wiping out on this, this quite a big wave and he goes down here and when the camera comes back up, Clayton's over here somewhere. We were just like, how did you manage to teleport? And basically Clayton was like, said that as he fell, he aimed to be pushed down by the wave to then be popped back up out the back, where most of us end up flailing well, around why, in the foot like, like a ragdoll. 
Oh, yeah, it's, it's something that we've... Yeah, that, well, next week we'll find a bunch of wildfowl and like, what should we do? How do we do it? All right. And that could be the, <coughs> the main one. Blimey, me, great. me wiping out because I do. I have lots of wipeouts. I have fun. Yeah, you enjoy it uh, for Joshua Ryan. Okay, that was so. Joshua, someone's answered the question for you. Okay, here yeah. we go. Well, I made it. I made it live. Okay, cool. Thanks, thanks, Overstoker. Oh, I, I, I like you already. Calling yourself Overstoker. It sounds like uh, it sounds like me. I get a bit over, overstoked all the time. Well, made it. I, I only had to be up at five a.m. for an epic hurricane swell for the east coast of the state. You love the content. I've been learning a ton. Oh, okay, cool. That was just someone who was just super stoked. Thanks for being stoked. Okay, quick. On the backhand bottom turn, do you start off with a pretty even weighted lean, but then sort of sit, you're not going to like that, into your back leg a bit more as you transition it up the face, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Does, does it make sense to you? The, the lower your centre of gravity, the more you can kind of get your board on rail. So you don't want to be trying to bottom turn standing up high, so the kind of the more you go over. So if that's what you mean by sit, then, then yes. Um, I found that the more I make my nose face the beach before I do my backhand bottom turn, the easier it is to bottom turn. The more, if I had to take off diagonally, I found it really hard to bottom turn. Um, it's like it hasn't been set up properly. So the, the prep work on the backside bottom turn is really important, like the line that you're taking and the reading of the wave. Yeah. Okay, we've got a lot of questions here. Um, okay, let's uh, do maybe five more. Just very, very quickly, this one here came. Uh, just started the 12-week program and you're asking a question about the BOSU ball. Tune in for tomorrow's Zoom. We're doing the four-week check-in for the 12-week program. We will answer any questions about, uh, about that there. Um, but yeah, that size of the BOSU, that will come up in tomorrow's um, tomorrow's live and there will be a replay posted if you can't make it there'll be a replay posted so that so for anybody who's watching that is on the 12-week program tomorrow night we'll be doing another live uh, it'll be a zoom live so you can chat and stuff with us uh, so tune in then and we'll ask all questions about answer all questions about the 12-week program then perfect and that's the, and if you want to join in on the zoom tomorrow all you got to do is enroll in the 12-week program tonight and you can do that on the website onbe.co and then you can come and join the zoom tomorrow um, let, me, let me go through here because we, yep. we we got so many questions. There's no way that we can answer them all. Here's a good one. Yep. Have you tried one wheel a one wheel skateboard? Do you think this simulates surfing? I've never tried it. Um, don't knock it until you try something. It could be amazing. Um, I'm, I'm presuming with one wheel you can get way more leaning. Uh, but like I said, I haven't tried it. So open. Okay, there's a few questions about what about drops into steep wave. I think we've answered all of those questions there, especially with that bit of footage of Craig Anderson. This is a good one, and it's very, very ombi. Can you please explain why and when we should have a coffee cup? Okay, so... Ombi coffee cup. As a young excited. kid, we learn how to walk with a cup of coffee in our hands. I used to make coffee with my parents. It was like two hands and concentrating. And after doing it for a while, I could go one hand and concentrate. I could even go two hands and concentrate. And I found that when my hand was level and in front of me, I could walk and if I didn't spill the coffee, I had good balance. And then the amazing thing is with surfing, some guys surf and the hands are all over the place. But if you just get them to simulate holding a cup of coffee in front of them, their balance is absolutely perfect and their style cleans up and they start moving less and start feeling more. So um, it's just a really good way of 
maintaining balance when you surf. Then wherever you want to go on that wave, simply point your coffee cup where you want to go. So it's a really easy analogy and an easy thing to think about when you're surfing. Okay, Craig Phillips, like this, brilliant live. This might be the best one yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you think so, because I kind of thought we were kind of all over the place at the very beginning. Yeah, onions, if like I, what the hell? If I'm going to be completely honest, the whole onion thing kind of got a little bit out of control. Oh, there was, there was, okay, just very quickly. Unfortunately, guys, this is going to have to be the last question, because there is just too many for me to be able to get through. So this is going to be the last question. And I'm going to do this because we've been talking a lot about, we've, we've gone from peeling the onion to actually doing a lot of stuff on late takeoffs and that kind of thing. Yeah. Here we go. Airdrop. If you're doing an airdrop, you have to engage the fins first. Correct. Question mark. Yes. But that means you've got to stand on your back foot. Yes, because you, you're dropping out of the air. There's no wave involved anymore. Okay, so imagine this. You take off in a wave and you go nose drop. You've nose daft. You have to go airdrop, engage the fin, and then try to drive. So you have to go tail first. But wasn't if he, you land flat, you'll break your board. He, I'm sure he was, hang on a minute. I'm sure that there's a bit of an airdrop happening here. No. No, maybe not. Airdrop would be if you went flat and landed in the flats over here. Like you got flung out and airdropped. Okay. Like you come down with the lip. All right. You, you, you're kind of landing flat, you've got to engage oh, no, your no. fins. There's one before. Let's see if he does an airdrop on this one. Uh, I don't think so, no. Oh, no, he makes this one. Yeah. Makes this one look easy. Okay. All right, anyway, that's, but, that, that's that question. Oh, okay, Kane. Where do I find the details of that Zoom to watch? They will be in the Ombi Insiders, or you would have received an email. So, Kane. Uh, the Ombi Insiders Facebook group, there'll be a link in there. If not, you would have received an email. Um, if you really have, if you, if you really can't find it, then just uh, connect with us through the app. If you've got the app, or send us an email and we'll get the link uh, sent back out to you again. Forums, ah, okay, that's right, Luke. <laughs> Good old Luke, he is there to save the day. If you want to know about us to find the link, it's in the forums, which is in the app cane. So there we go. Cool. Thanks, Carlos. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody, um, for, for tuning in. We had we had a, we had quite a few few of you on on live. If you're watching us on the replay, then uh, then hello and welcome from the future. And if you haven't downloaded the app yet, make sure that you download the app. It is available in the App Store and also on Android and also YouTube. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. There will be a really cool video coming out probably later on this week where it is all about surfing small waves. It is me versus Yanni. You get to see Yanni surfing absolutely amazingly. You get to see me get rather frustrated and a little bit angry, uh, which, which as you can clearly see never normally happens. Uh, but yeah, and that's gonna be another great video. So make sure you tune in for that. You've I got just have some ideas, yes. Um, if you guys have any really good wipeouts, please submit them because we're gonna wanna get some footage because I think next um, live we do on wipeouts. Okay, so next live I is on wipeouts. I'm gonna make write this down. So next live is on wipeouts. So if you don't mind having your wipeouts shown to the group and to the rest of the world, it's all right, there's only, what, 20,000 people in this group? Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about that. But, uh, <laughs> but if you're happy for us to, to see the wipeouts, we, we, we've got a few, we've got some really good ones of Clayton enjoying uh, wiping out and, yeah. uh, yeah, we'll just, otherwise, we'll just go and download a Kook Slams video. And, uh, <laughs> well, we've got our own Kook Slams, it's, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, we've got plenty of me. Yeah. 
Anyway, I think I've thrown myself under the bus enough, so I don't think I should show any of my wipeouts. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, please make sure that you share this around, share the knowledge, what is it that you've learned, share that with somebody in the water, keep this community nice and positive, keep the happy vibes happening, and if you are able to get some waves, then get out there, have some fun, catch some waves, and make sure that you start listening to the wave. Guys, that is it for us. So anybody in COVID and lockdown, feel sorry for you guys. If you ever need to have a chat or whatever, we're around. Um, mental health is a bit of a problem. So... Um, yeah, in actual fact, tomorrow is actually Are You Okay Day. Are You Okay Day, yeah. Just just check in with your mates. Yeah. Even if you're talking about surfing, share the happy moments, like share the things that you learned and just keep this a uh, nice, happy, safe place for everyone. Cool.